Welcome my dear friends to these love notes on 1st May, a public holiday, Labor Day. This is Hilary Joseph by name Jisha, Dr. Love of the New Vision. I write my Dr. Love column on Thursdays and I do this podcast every Friday. This is a coronavirus podcast made purposely to cheer you in your lockdown. Labor Day is also St. Joseph's Day, which happens to be my name. So, on behalf of the other Josephs, I wish you, I wish us a, a happy feast day. We are four days to the end of the lockdown, if nothing happens, if it's not renewed. I'm sure many of you, some of you, are wondering when it can end, for many reasons. My concern is about love. My concern is about marriages. I am aware that the world over marriages are under stress because of continued exposure, which had been predicted to be a good thing for marriages, but which is turning out to be an anticlimax, to be a cause for too many conflicts, falling out of love, disappointment, and stuff like that. Assuming that the lockdown ends four days later. What will the post-COVID period be? Will it be a period of remembrance and memories, or will it be a period when you are starting afresh? God forbid, because marriages are not supposed to be broken that easily. Now, as you do your final disagreements, and if the lockdown is not uh, removed and so extended, these are the tricks that you should use in the final days or in the following remaining days. When you are in love with your spouse and you're arguing a lot and you're discovering the bad things you didn't know and you are being disillusioned, especially on the things that you esteemed them so highly, in fact, there is another element that comes in. You start thinking that the grass is greener elsewhere. You start thinking that a better person is out there for you. You may be right, you may be wrong. But it doesn't matter now. What matters is what every organism thinks about. The first priority of a life, the first priority of an organism. An organism is a living thing, whether a cell, whether a virus, a bacteria, a human being, an animal, an elephant, a whale, a bird, an insect. The first priority of any organism is self-preservation. Whatever happens to an organism, now let me use a human being, whether you are in a fight or provoking one, whether you are on a mission, whether you are doing what, your first priority, whether you know it or not, is self-preservation. You must live on. You must not die. So human beings avoid those things that kill them. They can fight their way out. They can fright. They can run away from danger. When we eat, when we sleep well, when we choose friends, when we look for money, when we look for lovers, all those are subconscious efforts of living longer. 
living on, not dying, is the first priority of every living thing. Even plants, even those we do not see. It is called technically as self-preservation. I want you to transplant that onto a marriage relationship. When you're fighting, when you're quarreling, when you're telling each other names and calling each other disgusting things in your feelings, in your expressions, it is much more useful to put everything under the background of self-preservation, that the marriage must not die. When you're quarreling, when you're abusing your partner, you must do it in such a way that you are not killing the marriage. I can call you stupid. It is actually not the words that really matter. It is the manner in which you deliver the words. Even the choice of the words itself must be geared in preserving the marriage. That means the way you handle your argument, the way you handle your response to an argument, your expression of disgust and disappointment must be in such a way that it does not kill the marriage. Preserve the marriage. Self-preservation means it's the duty of you and your partner to quarrel in such a way that you preserve the marriage. There are words that people are used to. After COVID, you must leave my home. I don't want you anymore. I'm going to get a better person. Those words need to be preserved, to be expunged out of the clashes, even if you want to annoy the other person. Because of the following, there are many reasons, but I can pick out one. A human being is not a static a static feature. A human being is dynamic. If you tell me that you are so disgusted and after COVID you're leaving or you want me to leave, I will naturally enter into a mode of plan B because my existence in this marriage is threatened. And in plan B, I will start planning. In case you leave, what happens? That plan B is risky because it can end up assuming the plan A position. I can link up with a friend or a fellow disgruntled person. We start sharing the, the, the problems we had. In the end, we fall in love. And if you are not serious and you continue with a marriage in which you threaten to throw me out of I end up in a situation where I have two lovers, you who wanted to go, and another I was planning to replace you with. Then you blame me for infidelity when actually you are the one who caused it. So don't give your partner an impression that it is ending, that you are leaving, that it is disgusting, because that will mean that you are forcing them to do plan B. Therefore, urge in a way of self-preservation that you leave an indication that you are in need forever. You are just complaining about something you didn't like, but 
this marriage must live on. Determination is one of the ways in which to transcend the disappointments. Don't stay in marriage because the other person qualifies. You stay in marriage because you yourself has decided to stay. You are the only reason why you will stay in that marriage. The decision cannot be made by your partner. That I will stay if my partner is this and that. Because you're going to disappoint yourself. Marriages which succeed, succeed because of determination of the individual. If you leave it to any other person to make you stay, that marriage won't survive. So, I wish you better times, but I know they will not come that easily. In your quarrels, in your clashes, leave an indication that the marriage must stay. Every one of you must quarrel or be happy in a way to preserve the integrity, the durability of the marriage, because already there are many stakeholders. I thank you so much for listening to me. Next week, I hope we shall be out of lockdown, but if we are not, we will continue with our lessons. Catch me on Thursdays for Dr. Love's column, and next week on Friday, when we post another podcast on Love Notes. This has been Hilary Joseph by name Jisha. I wish you a good week.